Hello everyone and welcome to Blogcast. It's your hosts, Adam McCulloch and... Damien. And Damien. Here I am again. Here you are again. I was going to say back in the shed, but we're not in the shed today. We are... We're actually in James's uh, living room. Yeah, and... Uh, He's got I, out for the day, so we thought we'd uh, set up camp in here. Yeah, I want to say thank you to him for that. Obviously, he's uh, totally unaware of it, but we uh, we jimmied a lot. We made our way in. Yeah, he's supposed to be taking a bit of a break to get himself back together, but when I came over this morning and said hello to him, he yeah. seemed really, really upset. And he, I don't really know what's going on with him. Um, I don't know whether you heard the most recent episode that came out on Monday. I did, I, yeah. That he, was his farewell episode, and I'd, I'd, he didn't really end on a good note, did it? Well, no, because he was talking to this really nice, agreeable uh, Archie, I believe his name was. Archie Agreeable, yeah. If, if, if Lovely guy, in... yeah. I I, I kind of came across him working at an event, and I thought, wow, this guy's really friendly. We'd had a few experiences where, you know, he felt a little bit kind of tense, shall yeah. we say. I would uh, agree, yeah. You'd agree. Um, yeah, maybe you would have found this man a lot more agreeable. I, I thought he seemed like a pretty upstanding guy, but... Pretty nice. A bit weird, like, because he had a bit of a, a thing with his quirky. family. And, like, he's, he's, he, I think he said he was married to his his cousin, but that's all right. Yeah, I... Each to the road, Adam. We're I quite d- progressive in that way, aren't we? We're very progressive, aren't we? Thanks, David. Uh, good to hear that you're glad, gr- gradually and gladually... Uh, I've been a, doing a, a lot of uh, reassessment. I've well, listeners won't know because they definitely won't get to hear a recording we did most recently. But um, following the episode, I was editing it and I got in touch with you to basically say, uh, Adam, this is too offensive and I really need to reassess my uh, myself. Yeah, we started putting a bleep track in and it ended up being the whole episode. Well, where you were talking, at least I was. I was. Yeah, we basically have to do I it was, again, aren't we? Yeah, and that's, that's all right. Though. That's fine. That's fine. We've new, got plenty of time. New year, new year. We're I not. Say. We're not busy people. Uh, I. I obviously, I'm just kind of sitting waiting for the podcast to take off. Uh, you're doing a nine to five. Uh, let people believe what they will of that. Um, but we're not busy men, so we can, you know, we can come and go as we please. Absolutely. That's why we're back here today. Absolutely, we are. Um, so, if that's the case, and you know, work's not been too hectic for you. Not at all. What else have you been up to? Um, bit of this, bit of that. Nothing too serious. Oh, just f- been fantastic. Uh, <laughs> a really, a really interesting response. Well, yeah. I mean, um, I, I, I've got a little story to tell you if you would like me to. Uh, obviously, you've heard it before. Uh, the listeners will have not. I went on uh, a date uh, from uh, a Tinder match I met uh, last week. Now, right? Okay. Uh, lovely girl. Uh, again, won't say she was beautiful. She was not. Lovely girl called Laura. Right. And- who I believe you know. I was just about to say, if I remember rightly, this is uh, a close friend of ours, Laura Marsden. Um, Hello, Laura. Yeah. Do you think uh, she's listening to this? I hope so, yeah. Uh, I hope she gets a chance to listen to this one. Well, hopefully so. At the very least. But uh, I'll try and wind my neck in a bit, do you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes sometimes we need that. You know, look, we've all got to shoulder the blame and, you know, maybe... Maybe I sort of got a bit excited, you know, new hosts, new opportunities. Oh, um, it's great to be here again. I'm really excited to be a, uh, hopefully, an indefinitely involved host. I really hope so. And obviously you've got um, you've got a new segment for us later, I believe, as I well. I certainly have. Yeah, Thank you, you see- for bringing it up, Adam. You seem more excited than I do. No, I am because, you know what, it's this kind of fresh thinking. You know, I, I know we're using his house now. We're using his electricity as well, which I'm sure will be really grind his gears he likes his numbers he does make pounds there (laughs) that's right that's exactly 
what he says. I think he's embroidered that above a, a cushion on his bed. But um, probably as he likes embroidered things, doesn't he? He really does. I saw some of the new. Uh, you know, he's got his own like window cleaning business. Yeah, I, I, I didn't want to go into that. I didn't want to plug it. In well, case I find he it didn't quite funny. To. Right, he uh, he showed me this morning. He says, "Oh, I've got some new t-shirts and I've had them embroidered right. so that they wash off in uh, when I when I wash them because he washes his t-shirts a few times a week, right? Which is fine." People, yeah. people that wear shirts, they want to wash them, right? And uh, yes, show me these, show me these uh, cheap and cheerful t-shirts he's had embroidered, and they look fucking dreadful, to be honest with you. Adam. Really, yeah, really, really crap. Is cheap and cheerful a description, or is that the name of the brand that he shops with? Do you know? Not a clue. To not be a honest, clue. not a clue. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> N- not a crew or not a clue. Not a clue. And they are crew neck t-shirts. Oh, they are crew necks. They're okay. crew neck t-shirts, but I don't know where he gets them from. Okay, yeah. Well, um, look, he's he's a thrifty guy, but probably yeah. didn't need to say that. Really, I just thought the t-shirts were a bit shit. No, it's, look, it, you, you are more than welcome to have an opinion on men's fashion. That's absolutely well, fine. As you, as you can tell today, I'm uh, I'm dressed rather elegantly. I've got my Jeremy Clarkson on today. I like to call it. I've got blue jeans <laughs> and a t-shirt on, yeah. with a flannel shirt on top. Yeah, I'm also wearing a fake Omega watch, which I believe if you've watched the Grand Tour, he is wearing throughout the entire series. I and have a few no, little bangles and bracelets. Only thing is, I don't drink and I don't smoke. And I'm also no longer abrasive. You're no longer abrasive, but no. but you do model yourself on probably one of the most abrasive men. I like the way in popular looks. culture. You I like, like his looks. fashion sense, and I, I think he's. I mean, it might be a bit of a. Uh, 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 an acquired taste, shall we say? Um, don't really like him as a person, but like the way he dresses. Like the way he dresses. I've got, got to give him some credit for that. Yeah, I guess. Others might say I look a bit Joe Rogan, jeans and a t shirt. Do you know what I mean? Nah, well, maybe. I mean, these are. Again, I don't really like him either. T- two, of my, uh, two of my uh, idols um, in broadcasting. But yeah, um, yeah, you, you look smart. You look very well, well put you together. Very much. So do you. Thank you, thank you very much. Flannel shirt and jeans, I believe. Jeremy Clarkson, I'm naked. I'm yeah, I'm, I'm halfway to a Clarkson. Only thing, Adam, I'm, I'm I'm a bit more buttoned up than a Clarkson. I've gone for a more sort of. Well, that's true, but he doesn't wear glasses, and he also wears his watch on the other wrist. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, mine's a running watch as well, which. Uh, well, I don't think he does much running, does he? Well, neither do I, to be honest. But, he, might, he might run, run to the running pub. his mouth off is something oh, that he does dear. a lot. Of. Oh. Yeah, he, well, yeah, he's famous for that one, isn't he? He sure is. Um... But yeah, so what I, what I do like um, that you've brought to the table, quite literally. Yes. Um, <laughs> very enthusiastic. That's one thing. Um, oh, a lot more than James. Fucking hell. Well, yeah. I mean, he, he kind of left when the going got tough. Uh, after, he really did, didn't after, he? You know, it's not a... even that odd. All you have to do is sit here and talk. Well, absolutely. But but what I really like that you've done is, yeah, you've, you've come forward with this fresh idea of a segment. You know, we, we're going to finally have some structure. Um, Can I tell you where I was influenced from? Please. So... Outside of uh, a few of the podcasts I listened to, which we've never actually delved into, I listened to the Shagged, Married, Annoyed uh, podcast. Right, okay. And they do a segment called What's Your Beef, where uh, it's Chris and Rosie Ramsey. They talk about their beef with one another. So any gripes that they've had throughout the week leading up to when they record. Right, okay. So my segment is less focused on gripes, more focused on dilemmas, which is why we're calling it Damien's Dated Dilemmas. And because I'm an expert in the field of relationships... I thought it would be good to talk about because we've had so many emails and messages uh, about like relationship advice. That's I right, thought yeah. I would be the one. You read them out, I answer for you. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's great. It's um, it's going to be a great problem solver. It's going to be a fantastic segment. The jingle is fantastic. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's all your voice. It's it's harmonised beautifully. beautifully. Yeah, yeah, really beautiful. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, we go. Yeah, that's that catchphrase right again. Correct. Um, 
Okay, so we're going to enjoy that later, but I guess, yeah, let's let's kick things off then with this Tinder date that you yourself went on. Because I guess okay. if we're going to talk about dilemmas. I want to find out if you had a dilemma yeah, a or, a, or a, a delight. Um, well, I'll, I'll preface it. It was a dilemma. Um, okay. It certainly was uh, delightful at stages uh, throughout the evening. Okay. Other than that, uh, honestly, it went down a pen. Right. So to start it off, you, you went on a date with my friend who... who Lives in Chesterfield. I'm sure she won't mind me. Uh, she, she does. Yeah. Saying that. So, how did you meet? Was it when, so, when you were recording sometime? Or no. So, uh, as I as I would imagine, you believe I woke up as always with hundreds of matches on Tinder, as you would imagine. I believe uh, I already told you about it in the previous episode. I know, I? but no one else knows this. It's, Popular lad, good looking lad. Just one of them things. I get lots and lots of women after me. Yeah, everyone wants that sort of. Husky Jeremy Clarkson type who... Uh, well, he does well for himself. And I'm trying to get to the point where I could say I'm doing all right. Of course. And as we know, I'm not really doing that well financially, which is why I've invested so heavily in the podcast. Okay. So Tinder, um, and I'll, I'll preface this just because I know um, my mum's listening and okay. she, you know, A, wants, Hello, wants me to get married as soon as possible. And B, I've met her at this point. She's a lovely woman. She's a, a lovely woman. Thank and you if, for saying if you so. are listening, Christine... I will happily take you on a date. You don't need to find me on Tinder, though. Just reach out. She is available. I don't think, I don't, I don't think she's kind of interested in meeting anyone at the minute. Um, no. But um, you would get to become my sort of, you know, stepfather as well. So I we could have a good laugh. I'm a little bit older than you. Could teach you a few tricks around the block. You're a bit older than me, a bit younger than my mum. I don't know. No, it's 10 what... years off a side. It doesn't matter, does it? Also, it depends what your intentions are. If it's just, you know... A one-day kind of, you know... Well, I'll either shag, marry, or annoy you, won't I? All right, yeah, let's not keep buzzmarking another podcast that I'm not Sorry. familiar with. Um, but, um, yeah, my mum might not know what Tinder is, but basically it's a it's an app where... It's a dating app. Uh, where, yeah, people meet, um, they see a photo, and they either swipe right to say, yes, I want to go on a date with that person, Perfect. or swipe left to... Uh, say no. Say no, and... Uh, and the process continues. I'm sure it's led to many well, as happy I was, unions. As I, uh, as I believe I said it the first time I was on the show. Yeah, uh, I mean, you can stop saying that now because people are aware. But <laughs> most, most of the time, my yep. experiences on Tinder, I get like, say, say it's 100 women have, have reached out to me in the evening. And, right? that, and that is a lot. You do realise that. I mean, it might be for some people. It's not really for me. Yeah. Numbers are dwindling at the minute. I used it's to get a lot thousands. for me. Thousands. Thousands. Most people that were on Tinder, even even the occasional men, and you know I don't mind that at all. Like, very progressive. They would thank you. They would appear in my matches feed, right? And the silly thing is, right, Adam. The only reason you get a match is yeah. if you've actually liked that person yourself. So this isn't yeah. the match list. This is the people that have swiped right on you, right? So I would sit in the morning in bed with my coffee, and I'd just go, no, no, God, no maybe but probably not absolutely not and then laura pops up and yeah. i say yes my son yes yes my please so you must have been nearby laura at the time when because again it's it's based on location so well, i believe she's got that tinder premium service so you could actually uh, go nationwide with it yeah i think quite, you can even go global if you're traveling abroad it's quite sad isn't it right so this is like a teller a month sorry i don't want to judge but yeah it's well, the way a little, i look at it right a little bit I aspirational could either, yeah. i could either pay a teller a month for it and meet loads of women yeah or not spend a tenner a month and spend more than that going to the night out in the hope that I'll meet somebody. And I, I can't be bothered, to be honest. Yeah, I guess it is. That's, yeah. that's kind of why it exists. And Tinder's only about getting a shag, so. 
Well, you say that, but not everyone might see it that way. Some people That's might be looking for something more serious. Well, yeah, but you've got to kind of put your cards on the table, make sure that people know what you're in for. And if if you happen to start speaking to someone and they're like, what do you want out of this? You go, well, quick shag. Yeah. Then if they're, if they're kind of consensual with that and they're all right with that, then that's fine. If not, move on to the next one. Yeah, Because there's plenty coming in. That's kind of progressive. So with this cards on the table side of things, talk me through your Tinder profile. Talk me through the actual, okay. how it looks. I want the bio. I want to know what photos are on there. Okay, right. Well, it used to, my, my, my bio used to be one word and it was legend, right? <laughs> right Which yeah. I, I, I think you will agree is very... Uh, accurate for, for myself but okay. when I looked at it after we last recorded Adam I, I thought it's probably not the best way to describe myself because it does come across a bit misogynistic uh, a bit kind of um, I don't know entitled maybe yeah I mean it's it, it's certainly uh, it's certainly confident um, well, I'm a confident guy yeah of course so so what have you changed it to now not bad it just says not bad oh so you've kept the same formula of just yeah. Well, describing myself, it's a bio, isn't it? So you've got to give some information about yourself. So when a girl looks at my profile, they see my pictures, mm-hmm. and I'm just there, nice and kind of quiet in the background, not too much, not too little, not confident, bad. but I'm not bad. And and there's no information about your line of work, you know, it doesn't mention the fact it's that you... It's not necessary, is it? I'm not looking for a, a lifetime partner, although, well, maybe one day. But, but wouldn't it make more sense if you were really laying your cards on the table to maybe mention in your bio about yourself, by the way, not really looking for anything serious. Well, no, because they'll figure that out if they match with me, won't they? As long as you say it kind of early on and you don't, you know, do. lead someone on a bit of a, merry, a first, merry dance. The first know. thing I say is, all right, girl, just so you know, not looking for anything serious, edit for a quick bang. If you're not down, that's fine. Just make sure you let me know. It's, it's kind of like an NDA at the beginning of our conversation. Right. Because we put the cards works. on the table. Well, yeah, because then all, all the women that are interested in that kind of thing, they, they obviously don't, it never kind of materialises to anything else. So it leaves me with the, the cream of the crop, shall we say, the ones I like as well, that like me back, that aren't interested in anything more. Really quick bang. Okay. And there's a few pictures of me on there. I, I just take them off my Instagram profile. I was just about to say, yeah. Oh, I'm sure you were, Adam. Yeah, you um, read my mind. That's why we're, we're, we're so in sync at the minute. So your your photos, describe them to the listeners. Well, my current profile pictures me with a Stella, like, like, like a, a pint of Stella. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, at my uh, local pub garden, like beer garden on the, around the back. <laughs> so delivered with confidence. Uh, clearly, uh, clearly a place... Uh, I like to call home. Yeah, I believe you would. What, what's what's a pub called? Uh, the Miners Welfare. The Miners Welfare. Yeah, right. So they got cheap booze. Uh, rates are low for London. That's not bad at all. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Um, but as I said before, I do thrifty. like spoons. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it's more of a chain than a local pub, and I like to support local business. Oh, it's very honourable of you. You've you've come in to be. I'm a changed man, Adam. I really am. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a couple of days down the line, and yeah, it's. Well, not, it's I night feel... and day. I mean, but, but, but there's still a few things. I must say the kind of one night stand culture isn't totally to my liking, but then I, I can't, you dis- can't dispute it. If you I don't like dis- it, you don't like it. Some Absolutely. people do, some people don't. And I do. Okay. So you've, so you've got your photo on there. Have you drinking a Stella at the, at the pub? Correct. Yep. Um, well, I've got my Fred Perry on. Right. Yeah. It's legitimate. I paid £45 for it from fredperry.co.uk. Congratulations and commiserations. Yeah. That was actually the most recent uh, garment of clothing I bought before I left the sewage works. Yeah. So is there, is there any reference to you 
either working in the sewers. Not at all. And I mean, I don't feel that that's really any information that a, a girl would really be taken by. If she yeah. asks me what I do on a day, like if, if we meet up, which yeah. we did actually, uh, I'll tell her that's, you know, no problem. But, and, you, and you're not ashamed of your work because, you know. Well, I mean, I'm unemployed really now, aren't I? If it wasn't for the podcast, I wouldn't have anything coming in. Yeah. As I've as I said, I, I quit the sewage treatment business. Yeah, which is which is great. And I, I love your commitment to that. I'm, I'm well, just wondering, um, obviously, alongside your work in the sewers, um, yeah. you also were quite a sort of, you know, committed cocaine dealer. That's true, yeah. Is that still ongoing? No, nope, giving it up. You've really... I've really turned a corner, Adam. You turn, yeah. You've gone, the from, only thing gone I, from legend to not bad in a matter bad. of days. Well, the, the only thing I, I don't really like about my current circumstances is that I'm on a dole. Uh, right. But you've got to get some money from somewhere. And since I've spent so many years paying taxes, I think I'm only, you know, obligated to take back from the state when I need them the most. Okay. Um, I also had a new leg fitted last week. Right, okay. It I fell off. NHS is there for a reason, so you might as well use it when you need a new leg. I feel like you're still being abrasive, but in a... No, 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 not at all. So... Not at all. Support your nurses. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I'm just surprised... Vote Boris. I'm joking. No, 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 it was a joke, Adam. It was a joke. It was a joke. You lost your leg. Yeah, but it's not really important. But if you if you really want to know, I can tell you the story. Well, it's, it's totally up to I you. I want to talk about my Tinder date, to be honest. But if we, if you want to go on about my leg, that's totally fine. Do you want me to quickly tell you the story of the leg? Is this why you changed from legend to uh, not bad? Well, I'm, I'm like a uh, um, I'm like a an the leg tea, but also a nice guy. So right. not bad, kind of somewhere in the middle. Right. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't planning on telling you this, to be totally no. honest with you, Adam. I, I, uh, no, it's a bit of a bombshell, but yeah. I'm, oh, yeah I'm, I'm, gl- things, isn't it? I'm glad you're okay. Um, when, I, when I met Laura, I still had my leg. It was a couple of nights after when I lost the leg, and now I've got uh, like a prosthetic one. Right. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah, NHS is what it's there for. I mean, I guess, yeah, good. Um, yeah, mum. My mum, who you've expressed an interest in, was uh, was a nurse for many years. So, oh, well, uh, congratulations to her. Thanks so I'll, much for I'll, your service. I'll pass it on. Um, so, well, I guess that's coincided with a positive change in your persona. So it's kind of, you know, it really has made you look at the world differently. So I'm a changed man. I'm I'm really glad that you lost your leg, Damien. I mean, it sounds a bit strange, but I, I know what you're trying to say. And yeah. I appreciate it, Adam. Thank you. Yeah. You've gone from not having a leg to stand on to, well... Literally only having one to stand on. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got to be careful what I say. So I've actually got the, the leg I actually have that's still attached to me that I can stand on it. Yeah. To, to kind of defend myself. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, I mean, maybe someday, uh, maybe maybe this episode, maybe another. I, I must say I'm quite interested to know how you lost your leg. But We'll save it for another time if you like. Yeah, absolutely. Um Because it is quite a, it is quite an interesting thing. And I'm, I'm amazed at your rate of recovery, the fact that you... Well, I mean, I'm still, you're still doing the podcast. Is have you not seen the cast on my leg? I did notice, but I, I thought. Oh that... no, you wouldn't be able to see it underneath my. Jeremy well, no, Clarkson I can see jeans. it. Po- I can see it poking out, but only really because I've been looking at your leg quite intently for the last few minutes since you mentioned that. Well, there you go then. Um, but no, I'm really impressed. You're uh, you're still kind of coming in to do the podcast. No even, problems at all. Even uh, even with such a, a horrific injury sustained. Um, so yeah. We will go back to your Tinder profile because uh, that's well, clearly what you want to talk about. That, really. Well, all, all I wanted to say was, how did you match with Laura? Because so, so you, you you found each other somewhere. She was so I woke she up in the morning. Yeah, 
Lady Bad on the morning. Yeah. And I see, no, 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 no. Yeah, you have any coffee. Yeah. See Laura, like, all right. She looks all right. Right. So I swipe right on her, which right. gives her a notification to say I've swiped right and that we've efficiently matched. Yeah. Right. So about uh, maybe two, three minutes go by and yeah. she reaches out to me. She was very keen. Right. Yeah. And she said, hello. Uh, you look like a lovely gentleman. Just wondered if you would like to go for a drink sometime. Okay. So I said, yeah, of course, that's not a problem. Yeah. And it just uh, turned out, right, she uh, she sells saddles. Um, funny story, I do. she sells saddles made of horses for horses, right? I find that hilarious. That is quite funny. Like, it's made out of, uh, like, horse leather. So they kill the horse to get the leather from the horse, make a saddle with the leather, and yeah. sell it back to people in the equine industry that will use said saddle for a horse. I, I found that fucking hilarious, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, it's the horse-eat-horse world. It's, uh... I believe that the buckles are made out of horses' teeth. Really? Yeah. No, so... no, no joke. Seriously. Yeah, no, I, I, I believe you. you, you you're like... So anyway, so we have a little bit of a, a, a goose and a gad, then we have a bit of a chat. Right, okay. Right. It's just one of those cockney slags. It's one of the, sorry, Adam. If you don't understand it, it's all right. That's all right. And yeah. uh, she says, uh, I although I live in I Chesterfield, yeah. <laughs> although I live in Chesterfield, uh, and I'm friends with Adam, she did tell me that because we kind of established similar ground. Yeah. With the fact that she said oh, I'm from Chesterfield, I what? said, do you know Adam? I'll do a podcast with him. I yeah. said, oh yeah, Adam McCulloch. So I said, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That was that out of the way. Never spoke about you again. Oh, okay. um, I'm working down in Oxford. Would you like to come? And before you ask, Adam, right? Yes, I made my way to Oxford. Overground, underground, all of the above. Wombling free. Yeah. Wombling free, and I got there. Right. So we meet uh, as of today. It will last Tuesday. Right, okay. In the evening. And she was staying at the uh, the Grand Marjorie Hotel, I believe it was called. Sounds lovely. It was, actually. It was very nice. Yeah. Uh, but work paid, for, uh, work paid for it. So she got a nice room, low rates, all paid for. Very thrifty. So we arranged to meet at the Marjorie Door Hotel. Right. So I walk in there, and I'm expecting this, you know, what, five, four, five, five, young woman? Mm-hmm. Something like that, blonde hair. Yeah, that's, that's Laura. Beautiful face. Yeah. All of the above. And I walk in there and uh, I, I text her, I said, I'll be here, love. Um, where, are we, where, are, where are you? Right. So no response. And I'm okay. like, oh, bugger. Have I been stood up here? Does that happen a lot? Have you been stood Never. up before? Never. Never before have I been stood up, no. Right. So as I'm stood waiting, it's only a few seconds go by, maybe like 20, 30 seconds. Right. At the corner of my, uh, I believe they call it the peripheral. Right, yeah, vision. Yeah, yeah. I see this really tall fella coming along from from the distance, like near the reception area, um, with like long black hair. Right, and I thought, you know, it's one of them Grebos coming over to see if I've got any change. Yeah, yeah, they do that. Yeah, they, <laughs> they tend to tend to lurk in uh, hotel lobbies, just you know, waiting to see. I've experienced so many, Adam. I'm so accustomed to them by now. Yeah, yeah, you get a lot in Oxford. A bit greasy, but I like them. <laughs> yeah. They're very friendly. Can I have any change? Mm. No, mate. Okay, no probs, thanks. And they're very, really polite. Anyway, yeah. I look up and it's not a Grebo. Right. It's this really odd-looking woman. Okay. And she comes over. She says, hello, are you Damien? I said, uh, yes. Right. I am. Oh, it's me, Laura. And I said... Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, are you sure? Uh, I'm going to be meeting a blonde-haired, blue-eyed little piece of stuff in this foyer okay. right now. Yeah. You don't look the same girl. 
And she says, no, I am. It's just the, the pictures I dyed my hair for you and all this kind of stuff. And I said, oh, all right, you're a bit taller than I thought. I would have said she was about six three, Adam. That's taller than me. Quite a lot taller than me. Nearly half a foot taller than me. So, yeah, a, a very different Laura to what you uh, imagine. Very, very different. Okay. I but mean, I'm it, a gentleman, right? Yeah. I've made the effort to get there, so I took her out. Right. We still had a night on the town. Right. Right. So long story short, we go to Weatherspoons. I pay the bill, obviously. Very, uh, uh, very uh, gentlemanly. Do you I, always pay the bill? Always paid. I've never not paid the bill. Right. We go for a drink afterwards at uh, the bar, uh, spelt C-H-O-C-H-O, if you know it, Cho-Cho in uh, Oxford. I don't know. It sounds it, bar. Sounds uh, lovely. If you'd listened to the news the other week, uh, there was a fire on the roof of the building, which I have to admit I started it. Um, okay. we, we were having a bit of a laugh and a giggle, a few drinks down, and uh, she was into pills, there, by the way. She kept drinking pills now. I'm mm. on the old John Smiths. And I know you were going to ask, I'm a connoisseur of beer. I like John Smiths. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a beer, yeah. It's a beer. So we having a, a bit of a dance and a giggle on the dance floor. Yeah. In, and I say, oh, go. Fancy some fresh air. I've got to show you something. So take her out of the fire exit. And right. outside the fire exit, there's some steel stairs going straight up to the roof. Right. Go right up there. No security, nothing. Okay. Get to the top. Big red biffa bin. Right. You've heard of it before? I have, yeah. yeah I'm, biffa I'm... bin. Right. right. Full of paper and cardboard and all the recycling. It's a good job they do recycling, though, because a lot of places don't do this it. This is up on the roof? On the roof of the establishment, yes. I don't know how to get it up there or down. I don't, I don't, I don't even care, really, to be honest. Yeah, kind of interesting, but yeah. Okay. So I don't smoke, as you know. But she does. Right. So she gets out a pack of Lambert's and she says, would you like a cigarette? And I thought, well, not really, but I want to impress the girl because I want to get laid. She told me that that's what she was after. Right. So so you've already had the conversation. Of where... course we have. We've met. We, we've spoken well before this. Do you bring it up that early? Like... Well, yeah, because that's what I'm interested in. Okay. So you put your cards on the table, as I said before. Yeah. Get it out of the way early. What will be, will be. What did you go on the roof to show her? Uh, once the fresh air I was sweaty like mad. I looked oh, right. like I was on MDMA or something, but I, I was not. So you were quite nervous. Were you nervous because not there nervous. was a possibility that... No, I've never felt nerves before, to Ever. be honest. No. Really? No. I guess, yeah, on uh, on a previous interview when you uh, went on a helicopter ride to a tanker in uh, a remote part really. of Scotland, yeah, what to most people would be a harrowing experience that, you know, they you know probably need years of therapy oh, to get maybe. over um i found I, I found it all right you enjoyed it so yeah i, I guess no real problems nerves are steel but, but for some reason on a date with well do you know what it was a right? woman who i didn't feel nervous i was just red hot in the uh in, in, like with the dancing I, obviously, yeah of course i got my jeans on of course yeah was, most of the women i've ever met seem to like the jerry clarkson look so yeah. Fake Omega, all that kind of stuff. But because I was wearing a T-shirt with a flannel shirt on top, I couldn't cool down. Bit laid up, yeah. So I thought, you know, go up to the roof. It's always cooler up top. So we went up there. That's right. So she offers me a cigarette anyway, a Lambert and Butler, one of the clicky ones. It tastes uh, actually surprisingly quite nice. Yeah. And I said, I don't smoke, but I'll have one. I'll have one because I know a lot about cigarettes apparently. Of course, yeah. yeah. So we're both having a, a cigarette, a little puff uh, and a toot up on the roof. And I said, oh, watch this. So I, I could do these really impressive cigarette tricks from when I used to smoke. Okay, I was a right. smoker back in the days of Trace. Oh, by the way, I should just quickly tell you. Please. I, after the last episode that people would have heard, I did reach out to Trace 
uh, but I've still not got a response. So I could only assume that she's not interested. But because I'm a changed man, I don't think it really matters to me anymore. Yeah. She's a lesbian. Uh, I've got this like vial of human oil. I might just wait till I find a significant other if it ever happens down the line. Yeah. Um, maybe your mum would be interested. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe I could probably have a little... Maybe. Yeah. So Have a word if you like, but I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, it's not important at this point, is it? So yeah. I, I, I mentioned the fact that I uh, used to smoke. I could do these cool tricks. I'd do the little... I, I could, basically, one of the things I was doing, I could swallow the cigarette whole while it's still lit, blow out a plume of smoke, and then regurgitate it, cough it back out, and catch it in my nose. Sounds horrible. It's incredible. Is it's it? really, really interesting, yeah. Okay. Uh, I did it. There's a video of me doing it on YouTube. If I can find it, I'll show it you in a bit. Yeah. Uh, that dog's really loud, by the way. Is yeah. that one of James's? Yeah, we are dog sitting as well for him, I feel like. I mean, they've been quite good, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, considering we broke into recording good my house, boy. they've not. Uh... They'd never barked to any fun. Yeah. So, yeah. doing this regurgitation trick, as I call <laughs> yeah, it. Of course, yeah. And instead of landing in my nose, it lands in the bloody biffer bin. Yeah. So, so like the whole of... fucking roof caught fire, and we just dipped. We just ran. Ah. Back to the Marjorie Door Hotel. Right, I mean, that's, yeah, the Marjorie Door, yeah. Was it the Grand Marjorie? Or... It was the Grand Marjorie Door, but for... for the door for, of it, yeah. For, for all intents and purposes, we'll call it the Marjorie Door Hotel. Okay, yeah. Um, Not that it's important. I mean, that's quite serious. You, you you burned down a building. Well, I didn't burn it down. I think they put the fire out. I just kind of burnt the roof. I didn't oh. mean to. Oh, oh, it just happened, didn't it, really? Probably should have told someone, though. Well, they already saw it. They saw flames all over the, the all over the roof. Yeah, so but by the time that we'd made it like... But didn't you have you know, to ask, answer any questions? If no one even saw us. Oh. And no one was hurt? I don't know about it, maybe. <laughs> I hope not. I haven't watched any of the reports on the news. I just don't made it to the news. And they haven't found me yet, so... Yeah. Hopefully I'll be all right. Although I probably shouldn't have admitted to it on a show. No, probably not, no. Come to think of it, it's probably a silly idea. But I've said it now. If you want to edit it out, that's fine. No, no, no. We'll, uh, for we'll... any officers listening, uh, it was me. Uh, sorry about that. I'm the uh, the Oxford Firestar. If you need me to pay your insurance excess, that's fine. Oh, that's quite a generous offer Although, for a man who's currently I'm, unemployed. <laughs> not got much money. Um, no. I actually spent the last of my money, bar my train fare to get here today, on my date with Laura. As I said, I paid for everything. So it was quite an expensive night. I think by the end of the night, I'd spent £27. Yeah, I mean, Matt. That's a lot of money for a guy like me. And that's quite a lot to spend in Weatherspoons as well, because it's... Hell of know. a lot. I had a panini and a beer the other day with chips and it cost £4. Wow. I mean, I don't like the well, guy we, who runs it, but the... Uh, yeah, what's what's his deal, by the way, Adam? You did tell me one time, but I forget what what he was. He's quite a, quite a vile human being. Why is that then? He, uh, let's just say his political views don't shine with my own. Oh, well, that's fair enough. Most yeah. people's don't, uh, uh, what's the word? They don't resonate with each other. That's very true, yeah. We, so you just have to kind of let We all have our dis- differences, but maybe uh, if we all share a panini, we'll, uh, you know, find some common ground. Come together right now over me. Oh, you've got a lovely voice. Thank you. <laughs> I've never... I used to be a pub singer. I used to do weddings and stuff as well. Did you? Um, wow. Not you... very much money in it, though. All the people that I used to use Tell for the gigs, and I never asked me about it, like, but the <laughs> no, people no. I used to employ to do the gigs with me, um, they used to take most of the money. I wasn't a very good businessman. No. But this is back when I was like, what, 21, 22, just before me and Trace got married and then oh. divorced. Okay. Did you did you sing at your own wedding? Uh, no, I didn't, no. You, that, I had a guy had a called, uh, yeah, he was about, um, I think he charged us 30 quid for the day and his name was Adam, similar to you, but he had a really good voice. 
Oh. And I've heard some of your stuff. I'm not criticising you, but he had a really good voice and it wasn't, it was a lot better than yours. Oh, um, thank you. <laughs> I think. Did you get married in the sewer? No, got married at a church, Catholic church. Okay. Uh, she was Catholic, Trace. Lesbian. Um, That's what, yeah. Just happened, didn't it? Anyway, so back to Laura. So Sorry, yeah, yeah. We leave the cocoa. We're looking forward. Leave the cocoa in flames, get back to the hotel. <laughs> okay. We go upstairs. We had a few more uh, shots, a few more giggles, a few more tickles, if you get my drift. I think so. And then we kind of hunkered down for the evening. Right. And I remember putting on the TV. It's one of these big, like, 50-inch flat-screen tellies, uh, like, kind of integrated into the uh, into the wall of the room. Yeah. Right in front of the bed as well. So it was really good view. Sign of a good romantic evening when most of the thing oh, comes God, from I, the... Yeah. Uh, well, I put it on, and the first thing that came on was, uh, I think it's called Dave. It's a channel called Dave. All they play is repeats of Top Gear. So I saw my boy Jeremy, and well, I is thought... This, is this the first time you became aware of Dave? Because I feel like you're the never heard of target before. audience. No, I've never heard channel. of it before. Oh. I'm not really into mechanics and stuff, so no, I don't really like car shows. I just like Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, not him as a person, like his fashion sense. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah. So you're having a great time watching Dave. Well, at this present moment in time, when I turn the TV on, I'm yeah. doing Laura from behind. Ah. Oh, so okay. she was really into it. And as I said in a previous uh, episode, I, I like doggy style. It's, it's kind of the easiest way to get through a bang because you don't have to look at them. Right. How I mean, it's, it's not that on the nose, is it, Adam? No, I guess not. No. If it's consensual and you're both having a good time. Of course it's consensual. She's out on a date with me. She invited me back to her place. Of course it is. She did. I I must say that this woman that you call Laura doesn't sound like my friend Laura. Well, it was. I mean... Her picture's on Tinder with the same as your friend from what you've mentioned of her. I mean, she changed her hair and she didn't quite look the same, but... Well, she was probably about a foot taller than... Well, to you, maybe. Perspective can be uh, an opinion-based thing. So was she six foot three? I would have said so. <laughs> then, yeah, that's that's about a foot taller. That's, that's quite a significant well, difference. Well, worry about the minor details later. Yeah, that's, so, that's quite a big detail. But if I went on a date and was a foot taller or shorter than I'd kind of said I was going to be, I'd, yeah. I feel like the other person might be a bit taken aback by that. Seems well, like you just so. rolled with it and thought, let's go to Spoons. As I said, I'm a gentleman. I like to treat my women with respect okay. and uh, give them what they want, um, which she received plenty of, if you get my drift. I do. Stop winking. Um, uh, I've got a very big penis, Adam. Have you? Yes. Okay. I like to call it my lad. Uh, oh, how how charming. Well, uh, if, if she asks to see it, I'll show her. Do you know what I mean? It's like a forearm. Oof. They're always out. Don't have to uh, keep them hidden. So if in the moment it needs to come out, I won't hide it. Right. So anyway, we do a doggy on the bed. Jeremy's on the telly, and I thought, ah, <laughs> dream <he> combination. <laughs> Jeremy's watching, uh, and I thought, right now, I need to assess the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm in this room with this girl that doesn't quite look like what I thought she would, but she'd been a lot of fun throughout the night. Yeah, really? I was going to ask, did you did did you click on a personal level? Well, yeah, to a degree. I mean, if she if she looked a bit different. Um, we might have maybe seen each other again, to be honest. Really? Um, wow. She was a good laugh, yeah. Um, but the weird thing is, for me, I like a girl that's experimental in the bedroom and also that's actually quite coherent because they're experienced. She came across as a girl with a lot of experience and I f- believe from what you've told me before, she's very experienced. Oh, I don't, I don't know about that. I, I believe know. you did tell me that, Adam. Oh, that doesn't sound like a sort she's of thing She's been with loads of blokes. I, I think that's her personal life. I think she's, she, she's allowed to... Do with it as she pleases. Oh. So, uh, well, that's my I, I, I don't know if I... Maybe I shouldn't assume. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have assumed. Makes an ass out of you and me. Uh, well, maybe so. Um, let me tell you, by the way, right? Pictures. Thought, wow, 
the ass. I can't wait to see that. Right, right. got there. It looked like a pancake that had been hit with a tenderizer. Well, that's not very nice. But well, I, no, I know it's not. But but I'm I, only being honest. Yeah, again, and I, I don't want to uh, comment on my friend's uh, ass or ass, however you uh, choose to say it. I, I don't think this is the same person. It, it really... Well, we'll make the decision at the end of the episode, won't we? Right, yeah, I guess, I guess we'll have to. Just to tell you, right, oh. I've got a bit more to tell you before that, but she left me a voice note that I've not yet listened to, oh, which okay. I think will clarify with you that it's the same girl. It must do. Okay. So We'll get to her, her, her side of the story. Well, maybe so. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, I'm led to believe before we meet up that she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice figure. Nice tits, yep. nice bum. All of the above. Get there, not quite the same. She was uh, really tall, taller than me, dark hair, few teeth missing, uh, flat bum. Uh, she did have big boobs, though. I'll give you that much. Right. Which is, as a, as a, as a man like me enjoys, I'm a, a boobs man over an ass man. I was just about to ask. Thanks for I'm sure, it. What, what are you? What's your preference? Um... I don't know. I, I'm I'm more interested in my personality. No, no, no. You're you're worried. You're worried about offending someone. Uh, what we'll go, do you prefer? Forget about the personality. You'll get there in the end. We'll go bum. We we'll are go, people. You're a bum man. I'm a bum. Yeah, but right. that's not how I want she to would be have now. not been the girl for you, Adam. Really? A term we use to describe her would be butters. Right. Um, doesn't got, mean anything against the girl. She's just butters. It's mm. not that she's ugly or she's you know not an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. She's just a bit butters. Out of interest, yes. Um, did she kind of give any impression that you were, um, you know, any different to your profile? Was she? Was oh, she no, kind of exactly. very happy with oh, she as knew, advertised? She, as I said, I was studying the lobby when she came over to me. She knew it was me from sold the as seen. Exactly the same as seen. Mm. I am true, true to the pictures you see. No angle can deter your image of me. Wow, it's all me, all of the above. That's what you get. You, you are taking home a product you purchased online that is no different from what you believed you would receive. Wow. That's and I'm not a, an object, obviously, but... No. If, Nor is she. Neither is she. No, absolutely not, Adam. Absolutely not. Yeah. Right. Lovely woman, as I said. Just yeah. not my cup of tea to look at. Right. Really bad in a bedroom. Oh, really? But, oh, it's one of them, isn't it? Really, really, not, really not a lot of fun. Uh, I did all the work. She didn't even make a noise. And I basically, just to get to the end of the night, went yeah. to sleep. Five o'clock, alarm goes off, and I just got up and left. She was asleep. Oh. But, I mean, that's that's not particularly chivalrous of you, is well, it? Well, no, it's not. But, like, what are you going to do? Did, oh. did you leave a note? Or no, 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 no. I've never spoken to her since. Really? No. But she's left you a voice note? She did. Okay. Which I can only assume is a begging for me to go and meet her again. Do you want to hear me? Yeah, should we take a short break and then have a quick, okay. uh, uh, a quick listen? That's all right, actually. I need a wee. Do you? Oh, yeah. Perfect. Right, we'll take a short break and we'll, uh, okay. we'll get her side of it very soon. Oh, well, we'll be back after this. So, thanks for the break. We are back. We I'm are getting back. into this hosting malarkey. Do you like it? Yeah, you took, took control there. I liked it. Thank yeah. you very much. So, yeah. I was going to play you the note that Laura left me uh, in the morning following my uh, departure. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. As I said, I've not listened to it. Um, I kind of forgot about it until we were talking about it. So maybe that says a bit more about me than her, oh. if you get my drift. Yeah. Uh, really oh, not very interested. Anyway, so I'm going to press play and we'll listen to it together. Okay. Okay. 
Hi, Damien. It's only me. Um, Definitely Laura. Just woke up and I, I don't know where you've gone, but you're no longer here. <laughs> Sorry, girl. I just want to say that I had a really good night. Um, you thank go. you for taking me to Weatherspoons and welcome. for letting me pay half the bill. I think, yeah, as, as you pointed oh. out, it's only fair that I pay what I eat, you know. I don't know what she's on. Um, I hope to see you again soon and thank you for being such a tender lover. And don't forget what I said, you know. Three inch to some is a foot long to another, so... Okay, that's a bit more. Hopefully I'll hear back from you. Have a, have a good day. Well, you Bye. won't be hearing back from me, love. Um, I did not appreciate that message. Uh, as you can see, she's a bit deluded. Um, um, don't know what she just said there. I definitely pay, pay for the whole bill. Okay. Uh, I mean, I mean firstly, questioning a woman's account of something is probably not the best way to go down, but... Um, well, there are two versions of the truth there, Adam. <laughs> there definitely are. Um, so to go <laughs> to go back to that... She mentioned that oh, she paid half a bill. No, she didn't. Are you sure? I'm very sure. I've, I've even got the... You uh, insisted that you paid the full amount, but according to Laura, and there was a, a quote attributed to you as well, where you said it was only fair. It was only fair. Oh, the dog's coming in again. Will you sit down? What's that one called? Oh, that one's all. All? Will you go on to, on to the bed oh, there? Is this how you talk to the dogs? Will you go over there on the bed? He's sat down there anyway, that's all right. Yeah. Hello. He's a good boy, isn't he? He's a very good boy. Yeah, he seems to like you. Lovely dog. Yeah. Well, um, both of them are looking at me now. Are they questioning me as well? Possibly. Are you telling the truth? I, I swear I'm telling the truth. She she let me pay for the bill. Uh, let me tell you. And um, what she said about uh, my uh, size of my phallus, I believe, at the end. Yeah. Totally that was, incorrect. That was an interesting comment. So, so what did she say? Three inches to some is, is a, a foot, foot long to, to another. To um, another. I mean, she said, you've got a massive Winnie, Damien, and I've never seen one so uh, oversized. Oversized, right. It's a big Winnie. I mean, I must say, it. her voice does sound remarkably like my friend Laura, who James knows as well. Well, as I said um, before, it was. She just changed her hair. Well, she didn't just change her hair. She changed her height. Hold on a minute, Adam. Right. I took a picture of the girl on the night. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why are you laughing? No, I just, yeah... Let me just find it. I, I'm typing it in because I've got it in a secret password protected folder. Right. Um, I, I, I just find it. I, I find it funny that she would totally change her appearance by that amount. It, it doesn't seem feasible. I said to her when we were in the hotel room because she was in. She she got down to her her bra and pants. Right. I said, "Would you mind if I took a picture of you?" And she said, "Of course." Okay. Right. Can I just tell you something better, right? One thing that really um, almost pushed me over the edge, and I had to take her aside and have a quick word with her because she, she was actually a bit offensive, right? Really? She tried to do the southern accent. Oh. Right. By the way, I've mastered your uh, accent. Have you? I have. Do you want to hear me? <laughs> Give me a sentence to say and I'll say it in your accent. You will not believe it. It sounds so good. And I've had confirmation from other people, James being one of them. Ask, just give me a sentence, and I'll say it in your voice um, or in your in your accent. Um, I find you very obnoxious. I find you very obnoxious. How good is that? Oh yeah, that was good. Another yeah. one. Go on, give me another. Like one. a flashback there. Give me another one. Um, Sound, uh, James actually said it sounded a bit like him. Yeah, no, it it really does. Um, Haley, do you mind getting the washing in? Haley, do you mind getting the washing in? It's amazing. That's really I good. almost thought, just then, even though I said it and I was saying it off, off my own head, I thought that someone from the Midlands was stood next to me, Dan. Yeah, it was uncanny. Crazy. 
Uh, crazy. Anyway, she tried to do the southern accent. It sounded almost, uh, it was offensive. She sounded a bit Indian, a bit South African, a bit Polish. I couldn't decipher where she was from, but she said it to the uh, the bartender, right? Right. So at, by this point, we'd not sat down for the meal. Mm. And she said, this is what she was trying to sound like. She went, Oi, Gavda, can I please get another pint of Pilsner? Yeah. And he totally blanked her. And I said, hold on a minute, love. That isn't, we don't do that here, right? Yeah. If you're going to do an accent, don't try and do the southern accent, right? Yeah. That was my phone. That's all right. Apologies. Yeah. I thought I'd put it on silent, right? I'll just do that now. That's okay. So I took it to Popular the guy. I'm sure it's Tinder, just it lighting up all over again. It was, in fact, another 28 batches. Wow. Uh, it refreshes every five minutes. Wow, you're you're really doing well. I'm like, I mean, I'm trying to get there. I don't I? necessarily agree with your methods, but the you know the end result for yourself is obviously it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So I took her to the side and I said, "Listen, I've, um, excuse me, I, I burped as well because I'd had a few John Smiths. So I was full of gas. Right. And I said, only telling you right now, right? If you want to talk like that round here and people figure out that you're not from down London, mm. you're going to get your teeth kicked out. Wow. Right? Not an aggressive tone, nothing like that. I meant it because I've seen it happen before. It does sound vaguely like a threat from yourself, but no, 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 it wasn't. You just meant I very pleasantly, politely took her to the side. Didn't even touch her. Now I didn't even put my hand on her shoulder because she'd not told me I could. Right. Got to remember, consent's a big thing these days, Adam. Yeah, all right. days, but yeah. And I said, "Be careful, basically, because otherwise you're going to go home and the free teeth left in your mouth will come out." Oof. so it's definitely a bit of an implication of a threat but yeah it was I, a bit offended by it to be honest with you it was a really dreadful accent and the fact that it sounded a bit like multicultural kind of offended me because it was multicultural well, no it was more of a it was like trying to go damien this is your voice and it sounds ludicrous and i'm going to take the mick out of it and i was just like well that's not fair is he that's not very nice okay so anyway the picture so I, I asked her to start, uh, stand against the wall of the hotel room, which she very consensually agreed. Right. And this is the picture I took of her. Are you ready? Do you, do you think it's appropriate for me to see this? Because if this is my no, friend no, no, Laura... No, no, She's got clothes oh. on and all that. She's just in a bra and... Pe- well, bra and shorts, actually. Okay. Um, here you go. Do you want, do you want to have a look? Have a, have a closer look. Yeah, okay. There you go. There you go. There you go. Just there you go. Okay. And as you can see, that is your friend Laura Most. Um, I can categorically say this is this is this this can't Laura be Marston, her. I this, it this can't be her. What, what do you mean? It's it's a, this is a totally different woman. But you just heard the voice though, and you saw the Tinder profile. They've got a very similar accent, but I mean, I, I've never seen this woman in my life. I, Adam. I, yeah. Do Do you think I've been catfished? I think this is one of the clearest examples of catfishing. Oh. Am I being too nice to these women? Oh, I, don't, I, I don't know about being too nice, but maybe... No, no, no. I think I'm being too nice. I don't know if nice is a word, but oh, maybe no. a, a little bit gullible because when, when you met this person... Yeah. You know, besides the fact that oh, appearance-wise no. in the face... Oh, no. Uh, pretty much her Hold entire on, appearance is different, but... Can I... Can I have my phone back? I want to just clarify that the Instagram profile and the Tinder profile are the same friend that you've got. Yeah, okay. Right, okay. okay. Just one minute then. Let me just quickly get it up on my phone. Um, you don't feel that that's the same woman? No. 
No. You're laughing a bit. What, do you think it's funny that I might have been catfished, Adam? No, it's just... That's obviously a very, a very tall... Um, a, a tall woman who bears absolutely no physical resemblance... Okay. Well, as to, of, to Laura whatsoever. So I follow in, uh, Laura Marsden on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Miss Marsden, I believe. Oh, shout before. out for a today's sponsor, well, Miss yeah, Marsden. Yeah, she sent me one of them, uh, one of them horse leather saddles to yeah. to put on my non-existent horse. I don't know really why she did that. To be honest, I think she was trying to uh, get in my good books. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the the most recent picture she has posted was from Christmas Day. Right. We're now about two weeks on from there. I will verify this. Hold um, on. One of her in a short white sleeve, uh, short sleeve white top, right? Yeah. Um, then a uh, picture after that is one of her, and it looks like a dog. It could be a horse. I'm not very good with perspectives, but it looks like a dog. Well, you're clearly not very good with perspectives. Because well, you, no, but that's You went on a date with someone who was supposed to be five foot four and she was six foot three. Um. Well, maybe, maybe so, but either way, right? Yeah. The picture I saw on Tinder was this one, and it's her sat in, it looks like she's in Dubai or something like that, and you can see her bum. Yep, I can see that, yeah. And as you know from nowadays, most mm. guys really value a woman that doesn't show their face but shows their bum. It gives you so much in kind of in-depth analysis of what that girl's like. Y- so I thought, a bit rough around the edges, but... I learned that she was from a rather well-to-do background. Her daddy's, oh, okay. her daddy's money and all that. He owns like a uh, a company that sell um, car parts and all that. Oh, cool. Right. Yeah, that's right. But because of the picture I saw, I thought, you know, she's going to be a bit of fun. Right. Nothing to discredit her for at all. No. Most women would look at her and go, she's someone I want to be like. She's got the confidence, the spunk, the pizzazz. Most men would go, she's a girl I want to be with. And I was one of those blokes. But... Oh, there's another one of her with a, a little monkey in the in the water. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, but I mean, that's Laura. That's right. that's my friend. Okay. Um, but it it looks to me like the person you met was someone. Lots of these pictures, by the way. Now I'm on Instagram. A lot of them are very exposing, don't you think? I didn't see this side of her body when I saw her in real life. I don't think you saw her in real life, Damien. I, I, th- well, I think, I, but I did. You did. She just changed her hair and her height. Mm. How tall is she? Was I right when with my assumption at the beginning that she was like mid five foot ranges? Yeah, about five four, I think. She's pretty right, pretty petite. And but are you? Sh- when did you last see her? Is she had a growth spurt, or um, I mean, she's you know she's well into her thirties now, so um, I don't think you can have a growth spurt. I noticed that down below, Jamie. Oh, is that? Yeah. Well, when you get with women over the thirties, they change a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't have to leave this bit in if you don't want. No, it's it, it's it's less that. I just I don't think that, that as I believe is the term. Yeah. I just I just don't look the same as it was when they were twenty one, twenty two. Well, who can say that about you know any any of us with our bodies? You know, uh... apart from me, I had a growth spurt in the uh, the old fattest department when I my mid thirties. So, well, it's... maybe she had a growth spurt and got a bit taller since you last saw her. I mean, in the last week, you have lost a leg and gained a prosthetic. Yeah, well, she didn't know me at the time I had one leg. But it also sounds as well like your penis might have quite radically changed in size or maybe your perspective is different. That was like 10 years ago, Adam. That's been, it's been stonking for a while now. Yeah, it's just in that voice note, Laura, and whether that's the Laura I know or maybe someone entirely different, seems to 
consider the idea that it was it was about three inches. Well, in she's, size. she's obviously got this uh, disease I have, which is a lack might, of perception. <laughs> a perspe- perception of perspective. Sorry, I can't even say it. Maybe I'm losing, both. Maybe I'm catching it as a well. Perception of perspective. There you go. Wow. Let's try and get a bit more intellectual talking, right? Is that what you want? Perspective of perception. Or perception of perspective. Either way, you say it's the same thing, isn't it? She was radically incorrect. Radically incorrect. Right. Yeah. I uh, I will not be seeing her again. And Yeah, I was going to ask, what's, what, what's the plan? Well, Is she it... can fuck off, can't she? Like, Hold on a minute. She can fuck off. Fuck yeah. off. Fuck off. How would they say it? Fuck off. Fuck off. She can go away, Adam. I don't want to have anything to do with that girl. Yeah. Um, left a bit of a sour taste in my mouth. Um, thought she was a nice girl. I was going, oh, well, the whole time I've been here, I've, I've done nothing but speak highly of her. Um, but if the girl that you know isn't the girl that I met, then I've made a grave error in my judgment and I will not be seeing her again. However, right, mm-hmm. I will say this just to save myself a little bit. If the girl that you know, Laura, is still out there, maybe listening to the show. Yeah. Feel free to get in contact with me. That's what I'll say. I'll leave it there. Wow. So that was my Tinder date anyway. Um, yeah. Not very successful. Got my end away. That's about as good as it got. Yeah. And so got. any any other dates on the horizon? No. No? No. Keeping those been, options open. I've been seeing uh, two or three women a week. Um, nothing serious. Wow. I have to get through. I get like two or three percent of the women that match with me every day. They're the ones I actually speak to. And then probably another one or two percent of the women I speak to, I actually get to see. Wow. You're, um, you, you are a busy boy. I've got something to fill my time, haven't I? Yeah. I mean, is my, you... my right arm is tired, if you know what I mean. Oh, right. Very tired. Since me and Trace split up, all I've done is masturbate and uh, gets a bit boring after a bit. I'll be careful that doesn't drop off as well. Well, the fact that 10 years ago when my uh, phallus grew, it became very heavy and uh, it's easier for me to just like give it someone else to handle instead of myself now. It really is that big, Adam. I'm, I'm not, do you want me to show you? No, not particularly, no, but... Okay. Um, we say 10 years ago, what what kind of caused the sudden... I don't know, it's that mid-30s growth spurt that I mentioned a few minutes ago. Yeah. I, I don't think it's that's... a common thing. You've not hit it yet, mate. Wait for it. <laughs> Some men are known to lose their foreskin. Others are meant to... Uh, sorry, others are known to grow their penis. Um, it's, it's, not, it's totally involuntary. It just happens. Some people grow a third eye. Become very insightful. Oh, um, one of them things, really. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to see. I guess it's well, something I was unaware of. We will. But if Laura's listening, reach out to me, uh, love. I uh, still think you look all right, and maybe Adam can put us in touch. All right. Yeah. Well, Do you want to go on to the next segment? Well, my new segment. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Seeing as you've had a bit of a, a dilemma yourself there, or, or you, you nice might be about to get yourself a new one. Um, there we go. There we go. As promised, we're going to go through some of the emails that uh, our fantastic listeners have sent in, and I must remind you. So, in fact, do you, do you want to uh, tell everyone our uh, address for the social media? I and... can do, yeah. Yeah. So, if you are listening, please feel free to reach out. You can contact us through Twitter or Instagram at BloodcastPod. That's B L O D C A S T P O D on Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to send us a private email so that people don't, you know, hack it and stuff and leak all your information, you can just send us an email to blogcastpod at gmail.com. Lovely. Thank you very much. Uh, shall I play the music now? Yeah, play the music. Okay. I've got some solutions to a view on the way. I might have slipped up here and there, but I told you it's okay. You'd never think a sudden I could have you on the way. So here's Damien's dating dilemmas. Really good, Danny. 
It's brilliant, yeah. I'm, I'm so pleased. Thank you for uh, helping me create the music for it. My singing definitely saves it, but your music, uh, it's like 20% underneath, and I really needed that there. So thank Yeah, you. we sometimes need that bit extra, don't we? Well, um, yeah. Need a little passion in the right direction here and there. Absolutely. So is it all right if you read the emails? We of can course. do as many as you like. Of course. As many, how many have we got at, at this point? There's um, got to be thousands. There's we thousands. can't get through them all today. Should we go for like a top five? Okay, that sounds good to me. It sounds great, doesn't it? I okay. assume we've already put the bid order of top five. Um, I've not really ranked them, to be okay. honest. But um, well, we'll do maybe... the top five most interested titled ones. Yeah. So if you read to me the subject line of the email or the message, whatever it is, yeah. followed by the email, we'll keep everyone anonymous for anonymity's sake. Yeah. And we will, presumably because this is like a new segment no one do about, we can just say dear Damien instead of like dear James or Adam, because presumably that's what they're all going to say. Funnily enough, that's the subject line of this first email. Okay. Fire away and I'll be glad to answer. I'm sure you'll be glad. Right. Okay. Dear Damien. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my boyfriend often works away from home. How can I trust him and know what he's getting? Up God, to? That's such a familiar question, Adam. Oh, it's, um, it's, it's a problem that happens a lot. But yeah, yeah, it is. Right. So if you're working away, I've been through this before with Trace. Uh, and, and annoyingly, right, just before I cheated on her, she had no reason to not trust me. Maybe she just saw it in me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Even though I never give her a reason to. Yeah. So what we did... When I was working down the sewers, even though it was like, you know, 100 feet from the house that we lived at, she didn't, she couldn't see me. Yeah. She couldn't track my location on uh, on, on my phone because the sewers don't get any signal down there. Okay. So what we used to do is send each other straws. Right. So what I would do before I went away, I'd make sure that I use second class post so that it would arrive at least a couple of days after I sent it, not just like the next day. And I'd send her straws with penises on them. Right. To let her know that I'm thinking of her. And then it kind of gave me a few more days to, you know, go back and do whatever I wanted down in the sewers. Most mm. of the time it was working, but sometimes I met a few people down there. What, people who lived in the sewers? No, it was more of a secret little meet-up for people. Um, not that I was ever they unfaithful, like, Adam. Would just... they happen to be turtles of a teenage variety? Or... Yeah, whatever you can imagine. Adam. Whatever you want it to be, I've met a few people. And anyway, she would we'll say... We'll go into me... that dilemma another time, because okay. I'm, I'm so... quite interested in that and how you lost your legs. Well, so we, can, we can over... We can, <laughs> Whether we can there's any crossover. at any point. Uh, and so when she received the, uh, the penis straws, she would send me vaginal straws just to kind of let me i was never worried about a lot because she was always at home but it was mm. what her way of saying oh uh, here you are damien i'm thinking of you too i love you very much and right. the funny thing is right you can't get any signal in the sewers but mm. royal mail delivered down there right yeah um one of the dogs is trying to climb on me adam what do i do um you can let him up if you like do it i like pat I'll... my lap oh come here oh he's here look oh my goodness goodness gracious He's a feisty one, isn't he? Don't bite me. <laughs> Don't. What do I do now? Other oh, one's barking. I didn't do anything to him. I didn't. I didn't like push him away. Though he went for my fingers. What's the other one called? Uh, that's Murphy. Murphy, come here, boy. Come here, boy. That's how I used to do it with my old dog Kez. They really respond well. Murphy, come here, boy. Get down from the window. You're causing a disturbance. And I can hear you on the microphone. Is he seeing another a dog or something go by? I don't think so. 
Uh, Murphy, that is not savory behavior, and we will not continue to listen to your blasphemous outrage on the podcast. Okay. What's your next question, Adam? Okay, so we'll, we'll do another dilemma. The, that was a fair answer, though, wasn't it? It'll it was, save yeah. your relationship, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah. Question two. It's not straw based, uh, this question. Okay. Uh, okay, so, dear Damien, me and my partner are getting married next summer. Okay. Have you got any tips for the wedding day itself? Oh, my goodness me. Well, so it's less you... of a dating dial- dilemma, more of a... I'm going to say, there's a, no a, a dilemma way. in this scenario. Yeah, but, you know, maybe you've got some experience from your wedding day with Tracy. Okay. I have. I have. Thank you. Do we know if this is a male female couple or a male male couple or a female female couple? It doesn't actually say because uh, oh. we... Uh, well, I don't want to give the names away. I'll either. cover a few bases then. <laughs> Please do. Right. Yeah. This applies to all. But I would always say before you actually uh, become married and you go to your wedding, yeah. make sure from both sides that first things first, you genuinely love each other. Yeah. Right? And if you've been, uh, if you've committed acts of infidelity, let's say, that you have both been honest about it. Because believe me, it will come up in the future and it will ruin your marriage. Yeah. Just like it did for me. Even though I got caught cheating and I hadn't cheated before. Right. Okay. So make sure you get it out of the way. Be honest, be open, and just say, listen, love, I did cheat on you a few months ago on my stag, but obviously it didn't mean anything, and it should be all all right. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe don't give too much details away. Yeah. Okay. Leading up to the marriage then, the actual wedding day, as Mm -hmm. long as you've you've probably got it all sorted at this point. Yeah. I mean, what what were the specifics they wanted Advice for the day. Yeah, and the day itself. Yeah. Okay. So what I used to do, or what I did on my wedding day, before I actually went in the car to the actual venue, I took an edible marijuana chocolate brownie. Right. Waited for about an hour before it sank in. Yeah. No stress. No anxiety. Didn't sweat. No pressure. I was kind of chilled all day. Nice. Really good tactic to have. And again, it applies to all genders, even if you're non-binary. And that's what we are about on the podcast, Adam. Thank you, Dave. Accommodating everyone. Thank you. As a whole. Because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. Okay? That's, yeah. Last bit of advice. I would say when it comes to the end of the wedding and you're going home for the old cheeky cheeky in the bedroom with your new husband, wife, whatever it is, right? Make sure you give them the swirly whirly. Okay. And if you've never done a swirly whirly before, right, you can find loads of uh, videos on Pornhub about it. Right. Swirly, just type it in, swirly whirly. You could spell it how you want it or correct it for you because it's a very commonly searched term. Mm. And basically what the swirly, I'm, I'm unfamiliar, but... Basically what the swirly whirly is, right, if you're a bloke, you yeah. need to have a, 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 a larger than normal penis, okay? Right. Where, I'll give an example, right? Say you're in the marital bed. Yeah. And well, you're getting into the marital bed. Mrs. is laid there or fella, whichever one it is, but you've got to be the bloke to do this. You stand at the edge of the bed, right on the edge of the bed. So you've got to get your balance right and everything like that, but you've got no clothes on. And all you do is gyrate your hips up and down and your penis will go like this, right? Like a windmill action. Exactly like a windmill. Yeah. Call that a swirly-whirly. Right. But to finish your swirly-whirly, you have to walk to your partner's face and slap around the chops with the old windmill penis. 
the swirly whirly. That's the complete swirly whirly. So if you're a woman doing this with either your husband or your wife, whichever way it is, we're all accommodating here, Adam. Uh, yeah. You do the same thing, but instead of doing it with your hips, you do it with your chest. So you get them tits all over the place like this. Swirly whirling around, windmill if you wish, straight to your partner's face. That's the swirly whirly. I guarantee it will save your marriage. What, on the first day of marriage, it well, will no, save your marriage? Listen, right, if you make it, say, 50 years into your marriage, getting yeah. into, your, like, your 70s, 80s, and you mm. have start having problems, or even 20 years down the line, might be yeah. in your 50s, have a bit of trouble, right, a few problems and that. Oh, I don't love you anymore. Oh, yeah, but, like, listen, Trace, uh, this is what happened with us, although I couldn't save it, right? Remember the old swirly-whirly on a wedding day? Oh, yeah, and it'll bring back some memories. Yeah, nostalgia, one of them, yeah. Bit of a gander and a giggle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bit of a laugh and a whistle, one of them. And you'll reminisce and you'll save the marriage. Just from that one time? And Just from that one time. What? No one forgets the swirly-whirly, Adam. No, I mean, I've, I've never had it, but I probably won't forget the image. I've got another but... game at all, but um, it would be better if I had a question asked, if you get my drift, directed in such a way that I could tell you about the, uh, the, the tickle game, which I think you know about already. Yeah, you have told me a little bit about the ticker game. Well, I guess this question applies then. Okay. Um, Far away. I'm open all ears. Thank you. Uh, dear Damien, uh, me and my husband okay. are having a little bit of trouble in the bedroom. How okay. do I keep him interested? Do we know about the trouble? What's happening? Um, it sounds to me like there's there's no chemistry there between oh, the two. Oh, dear. So they're not attracted to each other. Um. It sounds like they might be having a bit of a dry spell. Oh, yeah. okay. I see what but, you're saying. But I'm, I'm, I'm just inferring from the, from the question. But yeah. I so do we know, right? So it sounds like a heterosexual couple. So it's a man and a woman, and it's the woman who's messaged, and I think she's quite aware of. Which is strange because the women always think everything's all right, and it's always the blokes begging for it. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's an assumption. Uh, but um, but yeah, in this case, she's quite aware and okay. wants to do something about it. Well, good on her. Good I'm, girl. Thanks for reaching out. I'm about to save your sex life. Wow. That's quite a promise. Okay. So you can play this at any age as long as you're 18. Yep. Okay. And it's a game I uh, I, I believe I invented. Um, used to do it with Trace back in the day. So what actually happened with us, right, we used to get into this bad habit. After we'd had our tea, we'd sit at the sofa watching the TV, but we'd both be on our phones. Yep. And back in the day, mobile phones only used to have snake on them. Mm. right we sat there playing snake whatever and i would get to the point not so much trace and i'd be like well i wish i could have a bit of her attention right now mm. maybe we'll have a shag you know what i mean yeah. married couple want to keep the sex life going strong absolutely so i invented a game adam called tickle the quim do you know what tickle the quim is i believe i've told you before you did i'm still a little, little uncertain unsure on the mechanics of it okay. but yeah so let me explain what tickle the quim is so if you imagine it like this and you can use it in the bedroom, you can use it in the airport, you can use it in the car, use it in your grandma's, wherever you like, wherever it seems necessary and you want to get some sexual tension out up in the air, hopefully to execute sexually at the course, bet down the line, but make sure it's consensual, you can play Tickle the Quim. Right. So imagine for argument's sake, your missus is sat on the sofa, yep. right? Or your fella, doesn't matter either way. They've got their knees up because they're using the knees to rest their hands in the phone so right. that they can look at it at eye level. Underneath their legs, Adam, is a little sensitive, ticklish spot. Some may call it the gooch. Some may just call it the vagina. doesn't mm. really matter. Whatever yeah. gender you are, there's something there. There's a space to be filled, okay? Or a space to be tickled, shall we say. 
Michelle. What I used to do with Trace, mm-hmm. I'd when she was so absorbed in her phone, I'd put my hand down underneath the leg and I'd tickle the quim. And it would always settle the sexual frustration in the air. She would jump on me like a fucking, like a leopard to a deer or an antelope or whatever they are, right? Wow. Or a, a tiger to an antelope. Let's, let's use that example. It's a bit more relatable because we all watch Planet Earth, haven't we? So the tiger jumps on the antelope yeah. and it gets its meal. It gets exactly what it needs to get right in the moment and that sorts out your sex life. So if you're laid in bed, sex life's dried up a bit, just try and give him a quick tickle to quim. Always guaranteed to sort you out. Okay. Any more questions, Adam? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, a little, a little taken about by that, but it's uh, a really good game. Honestly, try it. You can even try it with like friends and family if you want to. Just don't take it too far. Really? <laughs> well, I was thinking of Mister Agreeable. If he's listening, right, he might play it around the Christmas dinner table because he said he was very involved with his family, and I don't want to exclude anybody, Adam, because no. we are very progressive here and we want to incorporate everybody in. Yeah, this. maybe that's a bit too progressive, but uh, <laughs> well, uh, are you trying to be a bit on the nose? No. <laughs> Never. No, I'd take that I, back if I was you. Absolutely never. Bit insensitive, if you ask me. Well, it was a bit incestual, but... Um... Oh, that's 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 for you to believe and for someone else to disagree. Okay. Okay. Any more questions? Absolutely. We've got two more, I believe. If We've we got, top two, five. got two more questions. Come on, then. Okay. Dear Damien. Hello. I recently signed up to an online dating site, but I am struggling to find any matches. Right. How can I improve my visibility online? And this is from a homosexual man. Okay. So as you know, I'm not experienced in the gay department. No. But as we are a progressive podcast, I am very reasonably understanding of everyone's needs Mm -hmm. and accommodating to all. Right. So you can use the same techniques. So if you're a gay gentleman, most of the men that will come after you, Mm -hmm. they're the same types of men that are attracted to the same parts of you as women are, right? So if you're a bit out there, a bit cocky, a bit confident, just like myself, I'd have a great chance as being a gay. Men would fall at my feet. Yeah. Because they do as women as well, right? All you got to do, upload a few pictures on Tinder. Make sure it's you though. Don't get catfished like me. Yeah. Nice pictures. Make make sure they're about you though. Do you know what I mean? If, you, if, if you're like a, a, a train enthusiast or you like knitting, put up a few pictures with you and the knitting or pictures of you and the trains. I did pictures of me and the Stella because that's what I do most of the time. Yeah. Right. It'll attract the right people, in your case, men, in your bio, short and sweet, one or two words, it's me or legend or confident, not cocky. Do you know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah. And it'll always attract the masses. Um, If you're not having any success, chances are you're a bit butters and you'll never find anyone. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, most of that was pretty positive. Some Quite comprehensive, you might say. Yeah, I guess, I guess you would. Mm-hmm. We've got time for just one more question. Okay, I'm loving this. Yeah. And we're going to keep doing this every time I'm on the show? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll keep getting these questions in. Okay. Okay. So many emails. I know, I know. So little it's, time. It's been hard to pick through them, but uh, yeah, I'm trying. Okay. Okay, so dear Damien. Yep. Hello. Struggling with this one, Adam? Yeah, no, I'm just I'm tr- trying to make sure I don't say anyone's uh, anyone's name on the podcast. There's quite a lot of names in this one. <laughs> Do you want me to read it for you, Adam? Yeah, of course. If you're yeah. struggling a bit, Do yeah, you need wh- to go to the toilet. No, it's all right. Why don't why, why don't why don't you read this Give one? Give me the phone, Ned. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Thanks. This one says, "Dear Damien, my name is Beep. We can't give that name away, you little cheeky bugger. 
I have been with my husband now. It's a woman, by the way. Right. For 17 years. I've cheated on him twice and he doesn't know. But we're renewing our vows next week. And I think I need to tell him. How do I break the news? And how do I deal with his response in an amicable way? Much love. I'm not giving your name out. I'm not doing it. Right. Yeah. So, anonymous okay. lady. So you've had a it's bit quite of a quandary. Uh, yeah. Well, you said there was a few names in there and there wasn't at all. Yeah. Um, this one, I would answer like this. All you can do is be an open, honest, concise book version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Be an open, concise, honest book version of yourself. Realize what it is that you've done, right? And go to your partner. It works on both sides of the scale. All of them, right? You could be lesbians, you could be gays, you could be heterosexuals, you could be Mormons. I don't even know. You go to your partner and you say, listen, I've I've got something to tell you before we renew our vows next week. Back in the day, when we were two years into marriage, I had an affair. And then a few years after that, I had another one, right? Depending on the way that they respond, you can act accordingly. Let's say for argument's sake, your husband decides that he's going to slate you. He's going to put you in front of the family and go, this little bitch cheated on me and I need you guys to see how dreadful she is. You can go, all right, well, yeah, I've owned my mistakes, but everyone makes mistakes. I'm just human. You either accept it or you don't. Right. Tends gonna, to work. Are you going to go through every single scenario? Because there's quite do. a few. I mean, but the I'll, idea... I'll give one more. Dragging someone in front of a family and berating them about it is... Right. Is that a normal reaction, would you say? Or? I, f- I believe... So. That's what Trace did with me. Did she? Yeah. Yeah, but wasn't that slightly awkward because she cheated on you at the same time with the woman well, you were no, cheating on her didn't. with? No, No, because I, I started... I initiated it, didn't I? It was my fault at the end of the day, and I accept full responsibility for being... Deceitful. Okay. okay. Sorry, go on. Give me another scenario. Okay, the other scenario is chances are if you've been a dishonest, unfaithful piece of shit, right? Which a lot of you listening will have been, and you know it, mm. you awful people, nobody likes a cheater. No. And you will always be ratted out. Let me let me let that be known. Let me tell that now. Leopards don't like cheaters. The chances are you're so confident in yourself, but you're dealing with some massive insecurity mm. that the person you're with, unfortunately, doesn't see through that and they believe that you are an honest person. So you commit the act of infidelity. You say, oh, fuck, I've cheated on him. But it doesn't matter. We'll never find out. As I said before, they will. Mm. The way to solve this is to go upstairs, look in the mirror, and you'll see yourself. Okay? When you've seen yourself, you will realise you are a bitter, twisted human being that's full of insecurities and that you will never, ever amount to anything in the condition you are in. So what do you do, Adam? No ideas? I mean, you're talking... I feel like you're talking directly at me for a moment. No, no, you've never cheated. No. Have you? No, no, I haven't. I don't believe you have. I had to do this for myself, Adam. Go on, Amazon. Buy a book of mindfulness. It's about Mm $4.99. Okay, get the book. Read it all. Look in the mirror again and you'll be like, wow, I really was a cunt. That's it? That's it. One book of mindfulness? It'll change your whole perspective. Was it written by you? No. No? John F. Blah, I believe his name was. John F. Blah. (laughs) (laughs) What an interesting name that is. Excuse me, he's an interesting bloke. Yeah. Yeah, Book of Mindfulness by John F. Blah, 499. Well, I mean, Do you know what, Adam? I think it'd be interesting to try and get him on as a show uh, on the show as a guest. 
I mean, if if you if you can get, a... I'd love to do the interview. What do you reckon? Do you reckon you can get him on? Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, reach I'll, out to him. I I'll think he's a bit of an older gentleman by now, but uh, okay, still selling copies of uh, of his book of mindfulness. So anyway, yeah, that's the end of the uh, David yeah. stated dialogue. Is it went on a bit longer than I thought? It yeah, would. I really enjoyed that. I mean, my last one was more of a sort of you know philosophical. Uh... Well, that's one of the things we're, we're we're a bit of this, bit of that, bit of tip, bit of tat, aren't we, Adam? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, shall we end the show? Is that it? Is there any more so. to tell? No, um, uh, no, I think that's it. Um, okay. Obviously, yeah, join us again um, every Monday and Thursday. That's when these episodes come out. Um, as mentioned before, do get in touch on Instagram, Twitter, the email, or blogcast pod. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening. Thank you, Damien. Oh, very welcome, mate. Thanks so much for having me on. And I will see you next time. I believe you've got me a guest. It's not John F. Blah, but... We've got someone very exciting coming on, and I cannot wait to interview them. It will be your first interview with, will. with someone who isn't wait. myself. Obviously. All I know, right, is that this person is a bird watcher. Mm. But funnily enough, I'm, I'm talking about birds as in like caca, caca, out in the nature. And all <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. They are looking for a respective bird, as in a partner, like a woman. Well, it's, it might be one big dating dilemma for you to solve. So let's, That's what I'm here for. Let's Adam. find out. Yeah, no, I, th- I think it'll be the ideal guest for you. So uh, Let's hope so. Yeah. So anyway, guys, thanks ever so much for listening. Blogcast pod on Twitter and Instagram, even though Adam's already said it. Blogcastpod at gmail.com if you want to send us some dating dilemmas. And we will see you next time. Thank you very much. Bye.